So let's read together. I call, call with all my heart. heart. Answer, Answer me, Lord, and I will obey your decrees. I call out to you, save me, and I will keep your statutes. I rise before dawn and cry for help. I have put my hope in your word. My eyes stay open through the watches of the night that I may meditate on your promises. Hear my voice in accordance with your love. Preserve my life, Lord, according to your laws. Those who devise wicked schemes are near, but they are far from your law. Yet you are near, Lord, and all your commands are true. Long ago I learned from your statutes that you established them to last forever. Thank you very much, guys. So we're going to think a little bit about those few verses. And we're going to think, first of all, about the downs of life, because that's where our psalm starts today. Now, earlier in the summer, Platform, that's our 14 to 18 group, we went to Wildshore Aquapark uh, for a day out, which is basically a big inflatable um, thing in the middle of a lake, and you jump off it, and you slide off it, and all those kind of things. And there was one obstacle where there is an inflatable tube on this side, and an inflatable tube here with water in the middle. And the idea is that you put one foot on one, and you basically kind of run across it like that. Now I'm game for anything, I'll have a go. So I did it, apart from I didn't do it because I ended up in the water. Didn't make it all the way across. Now the problem was that once you were in that bit of the water, there weren't any easy steps to climb out of and there were no handles to pull on. And I could not get myself out of this bit. I just didn't know how to do it. I tried, I tried to get myself up. And so eventually I had to call for help help to be pulled out of the water because I just couldn't do it by myself. Now, I was lucky to get out because, mentioning no names, but most of the platformers were quite happy that I'd fallen in and were less keen to pull me out, if I'm honest. So I had to cry out to be rescued. Now, it's a bit of a silly example, isn't it? But the truth is that sometimes we do find ourselves in situations where we need to be rescued, where we have to cry out for help. Sometimes we crumple and we just want to give up. Sometimes all we can do is cry out in pain and desperation for someone to help us. I wonder if you've ever been in a situation where you felt helpless, where you could do nothing but cry out for help. Children, maybe you've been in a situation where you've hurt yourself or you're feeling ill and you just need mum or dad or somebody to come and help you, to rescue you, to pick you up. And for all of us, maybe we've been in a situation at home or at school or at work uh, where we've, it's just been hard and we've had to cry out for help. Well, as we read Psalm 119, we find that the psalmist is finding life hard. And in the ups and downs of life, this is a down. Pete's going to come back up and Millie's going to come back up. So if you remember, right at the beginning of the psalm, he cries out with all his heart to be saved. Life is hard. He knows he needs God. He needs to be rescued. But his enemies are nearby. People are plotting wicked schemes against him. And do you remember, he rose before the dawn to cry for help. And his eyes stayed open through the watches of the night. In the early morning light and in the middle of the night, when his enemies are close, he cries out to the Lord. Maybe you can relate to that. Maybe you are somebody who can't sleep when things are on your mind, when you're troubled about stuff. Or maybe you're the kind of person who wakes up early in the morning because you can't get things out of your mind, you're worried or upset. 
The Bible is so real. It shows us that that is the reality. It shows us the downs as well as the ups. For the psalmist, life is on a down. It's not easy, but he clings to the truth that God is eternal and that his word is sure. And he calls out to the one who he knows can save him. When I fell into the water at the water park, I called out to the platformers to rescue me, and I trusted that they probably would want to save me. And obviously I'm here, so they did. I didn't have to stay there for too long. But how much more does our psalmist know that the Lord is near, ready to hear his cry and to save him, save him from the trouble he faces? And we can be sure of that truth too. We're going to have the next part of our reading. So we're going to get Pete and Millie back up to the front. Uh, and we're going to look at the next few verses of Psalm 119. We're doing exactly the same way. So we encourage you to read it out. And then they'll act bits to help us understand it more. So let's read together. Rulers persecute me without cause. But my heart trembles at your word. I rejoice in your promise. Like one who finds great spoil. I hate and detest falsehood, but I love your law. Seven times a day I praise you for your righteous laws. Great peace have those who love your law, and nothing can make them stumble. Um, So we thought about when life is hard, when there are downs uh, in life, and yet in the midst of that, the ordinary Christian life, the Bible tells us, the psalm tells us, there can be encouragements, there can be uh, ups, there can be um, things that are going well. Now, I wonder if you've had that feeling of finding something that is really precious and valuable, something perhaps that you know is worth uh, a great deal, that maybe not everybody else knows. Now, down the years in our household, Pokemon cards have featured fairly uh, sort of prominently at different points. Now, this might be something that you have enjoyed uh, or did do as a youngster. They've been around a long time. Pokemon cards, they're little collectible cards. It might be something similar that you collected when you were younger. Now, in our household, you know, there have been times when uh, uh, we've, we've had lots of them being collected. There are, as you might know with these sorts of things, there are ordinary cards. Uh, there are sort of good cards. There are very good cards. And then there are sort of ultra exciting rare cards that nobody really sees and are worth quite a lot. And children in my household would be able to tell you down the years how much you could sell them for on eBay because they were worth a great deal. Um, And the psalmist, when we read, he feels like he has found something which is incredibly precious. Now, we used to find these moments where, you know, perhaps uh, someone would be given a pack of cards or would buy one in a shop. And you have that moment, maybe you know this, where you get the packet and you sort of rustle it. And you tear it open, and you begin to look through them, and you say, oh, yes, okay, well, that's, oh, that's an ordinary one, that's an ordinary one. And then suddenly there's this moment where you pull up a card, and, oh, this is fantastic, it's exciting, this is a rare, valuable card, and you know how much it's worth. Even if nobody else does, you know you've suddenly got something in your hand which is precious and valuable. I've watched their faces when that has happened. Now, you may know, maybe you collected football stickers when you were younger. Maybe you, uh, you knew the value of something that other people didn't. A friend of mine once told me that they, uh, somebody in London they knew had had a painting sitting on the wall for many, many years. And it turned out to be fabulously wealthy and valuable. And no one had any idea until um, later on. Now, the psalmist, that's how they feel about God's words, the Bible. So, Pete, come, uh, you, uh, uh, we, we let, read this line earlier. I rejoice in your promise like one who finds great spoil. Now, spoil is a bit of a strange word, but it means treasure. So there was Pete with his treasure box. 
He'd found this valuable treasure that he knew was rich and important. Now, it might have been, for the Psalms, it might have been something in the Old Testament, one of the promises of God's. It might have been perhaps one of the stories uh, of God rescuing his people uh, when they were slaves, for example. It might have been God's, one of the stories of God rescuing someone like an Esther or a Daniel. But the psalmist feels that in the scriptures, in the, in, in the Bible, in God's word, they'd suddenly found something very precious. Now, that was in the middle of feeling quite down. And that they were living in a time when not everyone believed in God, when perhaps things were hard, people didn't like them, they were persecuted, had people throwing beanbags at them. And yet he held on to this promise. He sensed that there was something good in God's words and that they could cling on to. And what did it bring? Well, it brought a sense of peace. And we read, great peace have those who love your law. Reading and having God's word in the midst of those situations brought great peace. Now, Pete is here looking very peaceful and cozy and comfy. Now, children, I wonder if you have ever had a soft toy or a blanket that is very precious and important to you, and that when you have it, you know you feel really safe. You know things are going to be okay because you've got, there may be parents here who know that if you haven't got that with you, that's a, not a good thing because you need that to feel safe and well. It may be that you're a bit older than that and you still have one, and that's okay too. Um, We have these things which sometimes make us feel comfortable and safe. And God's word to the psalmist is like that. To know that you have those promises in the midst of what you are facing, the psalmist says, that brings me great peace to know that God is near. And that, of course, is the hard thing, isn't it? That's the hard thing. When, When we feel worried, when we feel like things are difficult, when we wake in the middle of the night because we're worrying about money or our bills... Uh, when we wake in the middle of the night because we're worrying about our health or the future, to have those promises that God is near, to to know that he is with us, that he's spoken to us, can be valuable. It can bring us peace in the midst of what we are facing and feeling. And so that's what the psalmist feels, perhaps even in an even more real way, that there, there is a peace that he has in the midst of the difficulties. So we have the last um, of our verses that we're going to read together, and this is the end of Psalm 119. So Pete and Millie are going to come back and join us, so we'll do the same thing again. We've gotten the hang of it now, I think. So the first bit will come up on the screen. May my my cry cry come before you, Lord. Give Give me me understanding according to your word. May May my supplication come before you. Deliver me according to your promise. May my lips overflow with praise, for you teach me your decrees. May my tongue sing of your word, for all your commands are righteous. May your hands be ready to help me, for I have chosen your precepts. I long for your salvation, Lord, and your law gives me delight. Let me live that I may praise you, and may your laws sustain me. I have strayed like a lost sheep. Seek your servant, for I have not forgotten your commands. Well, we have thought about the downs, and we've thought about the ups, and sometimes life is like that, but sometimes life is kind of just in the middle. It's just keeping going. And the psalm ends with a prayer that we could all say... It's a prayer saying, Pete, you need to get back in the middle, thanks. (laughs) Come on. Right. It's a prayer saying, please, may my supplication come before you. Please give me understanding of your word and deliver me and save me.
And then it says, praise, may my lips overflow with praise, as the psalmist learns more of God's word and wants to be full of praise. And it's a praise saying, sing, sing out to others of the goodness and the righteousness of the Lord. He wants every day to be shaped by praise and prayer, by leaning on God, by living for him and obeying his word. Now, the psalmist knows that he needs daily help for that. And so he prays, may your hands be ready to help me. I need your help, Lord. And then he ends by saying, I have strayed like a lost sheep. Now, this is a bit of a strange ending. It's a bit of a strange ending if you think. You've just written the longest psalm in the Bible. You think you would end on a high, wouldn't you? You think you might end saying, I've conquered the Christian life or the believing life. I'm doing really well. See how well I've done. See my long psalm that I've written. But actually, he ends by saying, I'm like a lost sheep. I've strayed. I need you, God. And actually, in the keeping going of life, he's saying, I remember daily that I need you. I'm like a lost sheep who needs a good shepherd to come and find me. He, like us, knows that he needs a good shepherd, the Lord Jesus, who daily rescues us, saves us, we call on. And the psalm ends with that sense of not quite up or down, but keeping going and continually, daily needing to call out to the Lord. So as we go into a new term, I know there will be some people here who are starting school for the first time. Uh, There may be some who are starting a new school or going to a new college or a a new university. Some people may have moved house. You might have started a new job or arrived in Manchester for the first time. And life feels new and different and exciting and maybe a little bit scary. But for many of us, September will just feel the same as August although we're hoping it's going to be a little bit cooler. Uh, Nothing is going to really change for us. We haven't moved jobs. You haven't moved house. Everything is kind of staying the same. There are no major ups or downs. And sometimes life is like that too. We're just waking up, having breakfast, going about our day, coming home and going to bed. Well, all of these things matter to God. The ups, the downs and the goings along. And whatever our situation is, we can cry out to God that he would be with us, that he would give us help and understanding in all those things, in the highs, in the lows, and in the everyday of life. So why don't we pray and ask him to do that now? Heavenly Father, we thank you for uh, the truth in this psalm, the reality that there are some times when life is hard and we feel down and it just feels like it's difficult. And there are times when it's brilliant and high and we're excited and it's wonderful. But there are also times when life is just going along and it feels pretty ordinary. Thank you that you're with us in all of those things. And Lord, I pray for us as a church family that whether this term, uh, this new September brings new and exciting things, whether it's hard things we're facing or whether it's just the everyday life, that you'd be with us, that we would cling to you, that we'd cry out to you and that we know you with us, supporting us, loving us and caring for us in all that we do. In your name we pray. Amen.